0: Thanks a lot for checking out the Church on the Rock message this week. We would love to help you get closer to God. The best way to do that is to visit cotr.org/connect, or if you are not near our physical campus, visit our online community at cotr.org/online. Enjoy the message and know that God is for you.
1: Well, we're so glad you're here tonight. Hope you have your Bible, something to take notes with. I want to talk to you tonight about patience, a must for God's best. Patience, a must for God's best. You know, as your pastor who loves you, and I pray for you every day, and I hope you all pray for our family every day, but I pray for you every day. And as your pastor who loves you, I don't want you to get to the end of your life and see what you could have had if you would have persevered to see what you could have had, where you could have gone, what you could have been if you hadn't persevered. if You just would have persevered and went on just a little bit longer. I don't want you to get to the end of your life and find out what you missed out on. So I want to talk to you about patience. It's a must for God's best. Now, the enemy of that is impatient. I know none of you have ever been impatient. But I have made some dumb and dumber decisions out of being impatient. You know, we live in a microwave world, right? Live in an instant world. And now with the social media, our attention span is like 10 minutes max, 12 minutes max. So we want everything and we want it now. I get it. But impatience will cause me to forfeit God's best. Being impatient, I'll never have God's best i look for shortcuts, easy ways, easy roads, easy methods, won't want to wait. So we want to talk about the opposite of that so we can have God's very best. Is that okay? So, So say it with me, it's God's will that I have his very best. Okay, so patience is a must for God's best. Let me give you the definition of patience. Now, there's a lot of different definitions, but here's the one that I think is the best for us. Patience is the capacity to continue without complaining under difficult circumstances. That patience is the capacity to continue on without, and you'll see it from Scripture tonight, without complaining under difficult circumstances. Patience is the power to persevere. Patience is the power to persevere. It's the power to go all the way. The power to go all the way. So I think this is awesome, awesome definition, the capacity and I wanna enlarge my capacity and I wanna help you tonight to enlarge your capacity Of patience, I want to give you eight ways tonight on how to develop patience. You know, I think back over all the years, all the way back over here, all the way back in the closet, all the way back to the Holiday Inn. I've heard a lot of people down through the years, as Pastor, pray for me that I have patience. Do you know it's unbiblical to pray for patience? Nowhere in the Bible does it say you pray for patience. So we're going to give you the correct way to increase your patience your capacity to go on, continue on without complaining under difficult set of circumstances. It's the power to persevere. It's the power to hang in there until you arrive where God wants you to be. Years ago, over here, when my office was over here and we were in this building, Jerry Seville came in to speak one time, and I asked him, I said, Brother Jerry, tell me, what's the key to longevity? What is the key to longevity? Not only in ministry, but life. What's the key? And I thought he'd give me three keys and seven steps. He said one word. He said, Dave, the key to longevity is perspective. Perspective. Now think about it. Our perspective is connected to our patience or our impatience. If my perspective is what I'm going through tonight is never going to change, then I'll get impatient to take second best, if I think it's always going to be this way, if that's my perspective, it's never going to get better, it's never going to change, I'm stuck, it's always going to be like that, then guess what? I'll give up my patience. I'll quit. I'll give in. I'll turn around. I'll give up. So your perspective, does that make sense to everybody? Your perspective is connected to your patience. If you think what you're going through tonight is temporary, you'll hang in there. It's called patience. If you think that your best days are ahead and that's your perspective, you'll have patience to hang in there, to persevere. Another word for patience is persevering, being steadfast, and endurance. In the Bible, it's all the same word. Persevering, being steadfast, and endurance. That's patience. So are you ready to get into the word tonight? Okay, right, let's go to Hebrews chapter six and verse 12. That you be not lazy, don't be slothful, but be followers of them who through faith and what? Faith and patience obtain the promises. So, right there is a verse that bears out the fact that if I lose my patience and don't have the capacity, become impatient, I'll never obtain God's promises that He has made to me. It takes faith and patience. My faith won't continue without patience. My faith won't endure difficult times without patience. So it says, don't be lazy, but be followers. So notice we need role models. We need mentors. We need spiritual fathers. We need examples of people who've done and gone through and came out what we're going through and what we want to do. Notice be followers. One translation says, be imitators, be imitators, okay? Be imitators of what? Their faith and their patience. It takes faith and patience. We call them twins, faith and patience in order to inherit the promises. So if I'm impatient, let's do a Fred Price. That means turn it around. If I'm impatient, I'll fall short of all the things God's promised to me. It's gonna take patience to possess God's best. You're with me? Okay. So we're going to talk about eight ways to develop patience. Tonight. I'm not going to leave you hanging. All right. So Hebrews 12, verse 1, 2, and 3. Wherefore, seeing we are circled about with so great a cloud of witnesses, that means the heroes of faith who are in heaven, your loved ones who are in heaven, we're compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, And let us run our race with what? You all see that there? Patience. Let us run with patience the race that's set before me. So without developing patience, I won't finish my race. I'll give up when things get tough, when it takes longer than I expected. I'll give up, and I'll react in impatient and always take second best, a shortcut, not God's best. You all heard it before. Rome wasn't built. Right? Neither is a great life. So notice that it says, if I'm going to obtain what God's promised me, it takes faith and patience. And patience is the capacity to endure, persevere, be steadfast. You're all in. You don't quit. You don't give up. All right? So it takes that principle of patience. And then also we see here for me to fulfill God's will, your race is God's will. For you and I to fulfill God's will for our life, it's going to take patience. For you and I to fulfill and run our race, and we all have a race to run, and we're all different, but that race to finish strong at the end of our life and say, we did everything God wanted us to do. We received everything God had for us. It's going to take running with patience. Y'all with me, everybody? Okay, so again, I I gave you a little hint at the beginning that your perspective is connected to your patience. If I think my perspective is I'm not going to get any better, it's not going to get any better, then I'm going to give up, give in and not going to endure, persevere or be patient. Okay, my perspective is connected to my patience. If I think my best days are ahead, if I think I'm about ready for a breakthrough, if I think that every day and every way I'm going to get better. If I, if I think that God has all these great things, we've been talking about hope on the weekends. If I think that that perspective keeps me going, right? Patient, persevering, steadfast, and enduring, no matter what we face. So it says in verse two, it says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who I'm looking at determines my capacity to endure. All these years, you and I both, if I had looked at people, I wouldn't be here tonight. I would have quit the ministry a long time ago. If you had been looking at people, you wouldn't be serving God. Gandhi said, Gandhi said, I'd be a Christian except for Christians. Right? Gandhi said, I'd be a Christian except I've seen Christians. So if I was looking at you and you were looking at me, neither one of us would be here tonight. We'd quit, been disappointed, let down and wouldn't endure persevere or be patient so notice here a key key it's important who you're looking at my dad told me he's in heaven he told me way at the very beginning when kim and i went to ministry he said dave deacon in our church he said dave keep your eyes off of people don't look at people and keep your eyes on jesus good sound wisdom if you're going to finish your race, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured. There you see the what? Endurance is patience. Endurance. So notice he had something set before him. Y'all see that family? The joy there is the church, by the way. The joy is the body of Christ. Okay. He went to the cross. Nobody was saved until he went to the cross. You understand that, right? There wasn't any Christians until after the resurrection. There was no new birth until after the resurrection. There were no Christians until after the resurrection. So the joy here in all the commentaries will tell you that's the church of the living God that you and I are part of. So what did you do? He kept a goal. He kept a picture. He kept a dream. He kept an image set before him at all times. I showed you in the 11 o'clock service it worked. In the 9 o'clock service it about killed the whole service. But A lot of you didn't even know the movie Back to the Future. I said, Daniel, they didn't even know that movie. And Daniel said, Dad, it came out in 1985. (laughs) But it's a great movie, Back to the Future. And I I did it for an illustration. So you go every day and go back to your future. Get your eyes off the present. Get your eyes off your past and go back to your future that God has created for you. So I'm giving you nuggets right now how to increase your capacity to hang in there. Don't give up on your marriage. Don't give up on your children. Don't give up on your career. Don't give up on your calling. Don't give up on your future. Okay? So who I look at, whom I'm looking at, then what I'm looking at before me, it caused him to endure, go through definitely difficult circumstances. Despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Verse 3. For consider him, consider him that what? Endured. We all need an example. Can't go to the next level without an example. Who's our example? He is. Consider him who persevered, who was steadfast, who endured, who patiently, such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you get weary, faint in your mind, and quit. Right? Stop being patient, persevering, steadfast, enduring, So he says, keep your mind on him. Keep your mind on what God has in front of you. Keep your perspective lined up with the word of God. Wow. And if you do, you'll persevere. If you do, you'll endure. You'll patiently wait upon the Lord to see the promises come to pass in your life. It's always too soon to quit. Can we just tell two, somebody needs to hear that tonight. Turn to two people and tell them, it's always too soon to quit. What would have happened if Kim and I would have quit 24 years ago in this building? Wouldn't have been anything else, a worldwide ministry and all this God's doing right now, okay? Do we have opportunities to quit? Just like you, every day, all right? But greater is he that's in you than anything that's against you, right? So let me give you eight ways, and you owe me for this, because see, this is my life. This is my life. I'm giving you a Rolex. I'm giving you a Mercedes. Really, seriously. I'm giving you a BMW, a pool in the backyard. I'm giving you what my call is, my very best. Every time I stand up here, I'm giving you my craft. I'm not a singer. I'm not an electrician. I'm not a software a creator. I'm a pastor teacher. So when I stand up here, I'm giving you my very best gift that I have to give to you. And seriously, these eight ways tonight on how to develop patience, should absolutely transform, strengthen, equip, and encourage you to get up, get going, and be stronger. Okay? And and that's what I want for y'all. All All right? So let's look at it. Number one, how do I develop patience? By obeying the Holy Spirit quickly. Probably you've never heard that before. I develop patience by obeying the Holy Spirit quickly quickly. Well, that's powerful. So scripture for that is Galatians 5, verse 22. Isn't the fruit of the Spirit, patience included in that? Yeah. So the fruit of the Spirit, not fruits, you know, that's your neighbor, right? Fruit, right? Not, But fruit of the Spirit, fruit of the Spirit is included patience. So when you and I got born again, we received these nine fruit, Our job is spend our life developing them, growing them, okay? So, let's look at it. The fruit of the Holy Spirit. Now, what's the number one key to developing your patience? Quickly obeying who? The Holy Spirit. So, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the work which his presence accomplishes is love, joy, peace, gladness, and what? patience. But what does the Amplify put for patience? An even temper forbearance. That's what we said earlier. It's the capacity, right, to continue without complaining under adverse set of circumstances. That's patience. But do you see uh, who is trying to develop this patience on the inside of us? The Holy Spirit. So every time the Holy Spirit speaks to me in that still small voice, and I don't put him off, I don't say no, I don't say wait, I don't ponder it for three weeks, but I immediately obey him. When I immediately obey the Holy Spirit, I develop, my patience gets stronger. Well, that's, 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 thank you, Holy Ghost. Okay? Praise the Lord. We'll go, we'll go, okay. So, man, that's so good. Oh, Uh, If we live by the Holy Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. If we live by the Holy Spirit, we have our life in God. And so if we're being led by the Holy Spirit, look what's happening. You're going forward. What is that? Perseverance, endurance, patience. I love that. I love that. Can't put a good woman or man down, right? So if we live by the Holy Spirit and we walk by the Spirit. If the Holy Spirit, we have our life in God, let us keep going forward in line, our conduct controlled by the Holy Spirit. Whoa. So if I'm Spirit-filled, really, then I'm controlled by the Holy Spirit. Just thought we'd move right along on that. Number two, so how do I develop patience? I learn to respond correctly. Respond correctly. Okay. To difficult situations. How do I develop patience? Again, like I said, down through the years, I've heard so many people in this building, that building, the closet and the Holiday Inn. Pastor, pray for me that I get patience. And when I would say, you don't pray for patience, they get mad at me. They want me to do it for them. Easy quick fix, just lay hands on me and I'll have patience. Doesn't work that way. Doesn't work. It's like going to the gym. It's like me saying to Arnold Schwarzenegger, just lay hands on me. Let me look like you. (laughs) Arnold would say, get to the gym. Okay. This is the gym. Eight exercises. So I have to learn to develop and grow my patience. I have to learn to respond correctly. Remember, it's not what happens to you. It's how you respond to what happens to you. Okay, watch now. James 1. Let's look at verse 2. Consider it wholly joyful, my brethren, whenever you are surrounded or encounter trials of any sort or you fall into different various temptations. Be assured and understand that the trial, now can I just throw this out? Faith that hasn't been tested is faith that can't be trusted. Faith that hasn't been tested is faith that hasn't been trusted. Now, can we fast forward to Lee Cockrell, former CEO over Disney World. He was sitting here at a marketplace ministry at Whitmore Golf Club, Country Club. I had him come a few years ago for our Kingdom Builders. He said to me, he said, Dave, how I choose top people is I want to know their adversities they've gone through successfully more than their, here's what he told me, more than their education, more than their degrees. I want to know the toughest seasons of their life, and did they get through it, and how did they get through it? Now, then we put that in the church world, same thing. Faith that hasn't been tested is faith that can't be trusted, okay? So, notice this. This is faith being tested here, Be assured and understand that the trial and the proving or the testing of your faith, when we respond correctly in faith, it brings out endurance, steadfastness, and patience. 90% of the church hasn't heard this. They're still praying for patience. They still want an easy fix. They still want you to go to the gym for them. Okay? This is how you develop patience is every time I respond to a trial the right way, my patience gets stronger for the next trial. Okay? Boy. Let endurance, didn't I tell you that endurance and steadfastness is the same word as patience? Right here. Let endurance and steadfastness and patience have full play and do a thorough work so that you might be people perfectly, fully, fully, developed with no defects, lacking in nothing. What's being developed in trials? The character of Christ. What is the character of Christ? The fruit of the Spirit. What is one of the fruit of the Spirit? Patience. So every time I respond correctly, when I'm going through a tough time, if I respond Correctly. It's not what happens to me. It's how I respond to it. When I respond in faith, my patience is developed and it gets stronger. Glory to God. Number three, trust in God's goodness. Trusting in the goodness of God will develop your patience. Trusting in the goodness of God will develop your patience. When you understand that God is a good God and he's not holding out on you and he's not against you and he's not angry at you and he won't harm you or hurt you, then what does that do? That gives you power to keep on trusting him. When you know that he's not going to do any evil or wrong to you, when you know that his very nature is God is a good God and he's good. Wednesday night crowd, you guys are the cream of the crop cream of the crop y'all are. okay so trusting in God's goodness causes me to get up another day causes me to get up another day okay look at the scripture Psalm 40 verse 1 passion translation look how the passion says it i waited and i waited and i waited and I waited some more, patiently. What gives you the power when others quit? Give up, pout, feel sorry for themselves, waver, doubt God, doubt his character. Look at this, I waited, I waited, been there, done that, got the t-shirt, Pastor Kim, you need to get a t-shirt like that, sell that for the ladies thing. I waited, I waited, I waited. (laughs) And then I waited some more on the back, (laughs) patiently. But why did I wait? I knew God would come through. Woo! I knew God would come through. He's gonna come through for your marriage, your ministry, your health, your children, the restoration, your energy, your strength, your money. Your job, your career. I just know that God, man, but God is going to come through. So I'm getting up tomorrow and give God the best version of me. Whoa. Can we really have a praise break now? What are you waiting for, Pastor Kim and Pastor 10,000-member Bo- church. More campuses all over the world. Right now, Sweden wants us to start a church on the rock. Other nations, Kenya has wanted us to do that. I mean, the best days are ahead of us. And so I've been waiting. But I'm going to keep on waiting. And then I'm going to keep on. I really like that T-shirt idea. You got to give some, some part of that to Tommy for the men's ministry on that deal. there, And then I waited some more. How can you keep on waiting, Blunt? How can you keep on waiting? Because I know someday my God is going to come through. (laughs) Glory to God. So the number four, how do we develop patience? Am I helping anybody tonight? How we develop patience is surrender, and I hate this one, to God's timing. Surrendering to God's timing. Believing that his timing is better than my timing. My impatience in my life has caused me to do things in the wrong time, right? So I surrender to God's timing, and and that builds and develops my patience. Galatians 6, verse 9. Don't get weary in well-doing. Wow, don't get weary in well-doing. You know, notice that that you can get tired. Like Pastor Kimson tonight. I, I heard her tell you, you y'all ever get tired of praying and we all say amen? Come on, amen. You lie, you fry, we'll cast that devil out at the end. I get tired of praying. Prayers work. And we all get tired. Ever get tired of tithing? Come on now, I've got tired. God, where is it, my hundredfold? Where is it, God? I get, I get, I get, come on now. Can I have a witness? I get tired sometimes of thanking God ahead of time before it ever happens. Somebody teaches on songs of praise on a Wednesday night. I don't know what's wrong with that guy. That was last Wednesday night, by the way, praise God. So, so, so we all get tired, watch this now, in doing the right thing. Here's what I know. Kim and I, 40 years here, here's what I know. The people that started with, or we've seen down through the years, and then they went off and did something stupid and crazy and said this was a word from God, and it was, it was White Castle. It was not a word from God. It was not a word for God. No man, a man on the moon, it was not a word from God. But what they do, they get tired of the ritual of doing the same thing every day and think it's not going to pay off. Come on, somebody. You know, you heard the story the other day, a person, and thank God, a person went through all of our God is for you classes, and at the very end when they were interviewing her, she said, I, I found out, what did you find out? Church on the Rock is not for me. Well, how come? Here's what she said. He doesn't entertain me. She wants a church that would go to, there's another church across town if you want a rock star, if you want to be entertained. We're not here in church to entertain. And so many churches are doing that right now. They're through entertainment because they're tired of pray, praise, fast, serve, share, tithe. They get tired of that. But look what it says. We all get weary in doing the right thing, but keep doing it. Because in due season, if we don't quit, we will reap. Now, what is due season? God's timing. God's timing. And when I release my time to God's time and trust his timing, it develops my patience. It develops my patience. Y'all are so awesome. Y'all spoil me. You know that, right? Number five. How to develop patience, believe and put God in control of your life. Believe and put God in control of your life. God is only in control of what I give him. God is only in control of what I give him. Okay. God is only in control of what I give him. So I have to believe and put God in control of my life. Life. Psalm 31 15. Look what David said. My times are in your hand, O Lord. That's enough right there. God, you are in control of my life because I put you in control of my life. So I trust you that you're going to do the right thing at the right time. And you know what's better for me than even I know what's better for me. And I don't want to miss out on your best. So, God, I'm going to trust your timing and I'm going to trust. That I put my life in your control. So I can say, God is in control of my life. And that develops your patience, your endurance, your perseverance. Praise God, we gotta move along. Number six, cooperate with the maturity process. To develop my patience, I have to cooperate, cooperate with the maturity process. You know, we're all in process, amen. Yeah. We haven't arrived. We're becoming. We're becoming, okay? Romans 5, verse 3. The maturity process is what? Tribulation, opposition, persecution, delay. That's the maturity process. We don't grow when we're comfortable. We go back to the gym thing, right? Only when you're uncomfortable in a gym does your muscles grow. Well, only when you face uncomfortable situations and grow in them and through them, do you grow spiritually? Do you develop the fruit of the Spirit? Patience being one. So I have to cooperate instead of being offended at God. God, why is it so hard? God, why has that happened? God, why isn't it happening? God, why would you do this to me? God, why would that happen to this and that and the other? That's being offended at God. Okay? That gets me nowhere. So I have to cooperate and realize life is broken. This world is cursed. The God of this world is the devil. He wants to take me out. Okay. And so it's going to be hard. All right. Not only so, but we glory, not pout, not whine, not get offended at God. We glory in tribulations. Well, what's the difference? You know something. You know that what you're going through, if you respond correctly, is going to work your patience. So I'm going to cooperate with God. I'm going to cooperate with God and realize that my character isn't developed when I'm comfortable. My character develops when I'm uncomfortable. Just like in the natural, your muscles don't grow when you're sitting on the couch with Doritos. Okay? Been there, done that. But it grows when you go to the gym your muscles. You got it? So we have to cooperate. You see, Pastor, so many people that I've known down through the years, when tough times come, God, why? God, why did you do this? Why did you do that? Why doesn't that happen? And they're blaming God. They're offended at God. Brother and sister, you can't be offended at God and receive his best in favor. It just won't work. Just won't work. All right. And patience, experience, and experience, hope. This is the process of maturing. Number seven, only got one left. Realize it's your responsibility to develop patience. Realize, remember it goes back to my illustration. People want to to lay hands on them and they get it like a pill. Doesn't happen that way. It's my responsibility to develop patience. And this is Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Y'all still hanging with me? Okay, only one more. Clothe yourself... So you had to put your own clothes on. I hope this morning y'all did. Okay? You got to do it yourself. Clothe yourself, therefore, as God's own chosen ones, handpicked, purified, holy, well-beloved by God, by putting on behavior marked by mercy, kind feeling, humble, gentle, and look it down towards the bottom, patience. You okay, know, what says? Do you remember my definition about 29 minutes ago? that patience is the capacity to continue without complaining during adverse circumstances, right here it is. Right here. You'll see it. It says patience, which is tireless and long-suffering and has the power to endure with whatever comes with a good attitude, a good temper, a good disposition. That's patience. That's patience. Okay, so there, number eight, and we are just about done. It's a must to have God's best. And that's where I started, but let me give you a scripture. I have to realize that, Dave Blunt, if you want to reach those goals in front of you, if you want to impact and help people, if you want to run your race, if you want all that God has for you, then, Dave Blunt, you've got to develop patience. Because you're not going to obtain the promises. You're not going to run your race. You're not going to finish strong. You're not going to see what God wants to do in your life without endurance, steadfastness, and patience. You have need, so we need it. You have need, so we need it. You have need, so we need it. Have to have it. For you have need of steadfast patience and endurance. Why do I need it, God? So you may perform and fully accomplish the will of God and receive all he's promised you. Did you all see that? That's so where we started tonight. I started and I said tonight, we can't receive all God has for us, can't accomplish all God has for us, can't receive all he's promised to us without developing patience patience to see ourselves through. I want to read it again. You have need of steadfast patience. Turn to somebody and tell them, you really need it. Turn to somebody else and say, you husbands and wives have been waiting for this. Turn to somebody else and say, you really, really need it. Boy, don't you feel better? I just felt a wave of healing coming through here. Woo For you have need, uh, Pastor Kim tells me this all the time, by the way. You hear? She said, I do, yes, amen. You go make your t-shirt, praise God. <laughs> For you have need of steadfast patience, endurance. Why, God? Why do I need a God? So you may perform and fully accomplish the will of God and receive and enjoy to the full missing nothing what he's promised you personally if i helped you tonight as the team comes give the lord a big praise would you
0: would you like to keep growing in your faith at church on the rock we would love to help you maybe it's learning more about discovering what it means to join a church family being part of a small group or using your god-given gifts to serve others head over to cotr.org connect, where you can find out more to all of these. Or if you are part of our online community, visit us at cotr.org online. Have a great week, and don't forget that God is for you.